is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hello, we are back for our live ready training. Uh, I am a little late, just finished up my 16 mile run. It was really hard. <laughs> the last three miles, everything was cramping up and I was just like, oh my gosh. But I made it, it's done. Um, the thing that I like to do when I have a run like that is not put all this blame on myself, but think like, hmm, when I do my long run again, what do I need to do for my body to make sure that I feel the best that I can? So a couple things I was like, oh, like I need to foam roll more. I need to stretch more. I need to ice my legs. I need to, you know, make sure that I'm drinking plenty of water. Make sure that I have more water. So those things. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So today, let's get started though. We were talking about tracking. Um, I have a lot of people that are so afraid. They come to me and they're like, Jacqueline, I have been tracking macros. Um, and you just want me to stop tracking macros like, ah, oh, or I've been tracking calories or I've been tracking my 21 day fixed containers, or I've been tracking weight watchers points. And I, you know, it's really scary. This like, Oh, just don't track, just eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. Like if I knew how to do that, I'd be doing that already. And I'm like, cool. Yes. I understand. Um, and I actually think that I think I, one of the things that I have in, um, one of my programs is. I have people go through all of the diets that they've ever done and write down, and that's why I say like grab a journal and write this shit down, write down all of the things that you learned from all of those diets, right? Because you learn something um, that you probably learned a lot of unhelpful things as well, but you learn something. So if I were to go through and do like all of the diets that I did, um, like with 21 day fix, like I learned like, oh, when I put like a sprinkle of spinach on top of pizza, that's not actually a serving of vegetables. That's something I learned from 21 day fix. What, um, what did I learn from whole 30? I learned that I need to prioritize <laughs> eating protein with my meals. That wasn't something that I was doing. Right. So those are things that I'm taking with me. I learned those things from them, but all of that like obsession, um, all of the tracking that came with, and even with calories, there was a time that I track calories as well. What did I learn from that? I learned that I can actually have some sugar and it won't kill me. Crazy, right? And so if I look at, if you look at those, those that kind of forms like how I came up with imperfect eating, right? So the three Ps, plants, protein, and a little bit of processed food. So how do we have those things and not overeat? So if this is something that you're thinking about, you're like, you already have in your head, you're in this group, you know that tracking or you know that those diets that you've done in the past, they've taken you up to a certain point, but then they stop, they've stopped working. Um, what you'll see from a lot of coaches, a lot of personal trainers, a lot of, you know, whatever, they're like, you just need to be more disciplined. You just need to be more disciplined, be more compliant, just, just follow the plan. And that's helpful to a point, but for most of us, we're just regular people. We're not people that are looking to be on the cover of a magazine. We're not, um, we're not people who are paid based on how our body looks. We're just regular people who are trying to live life and live healthy. So our healthy habits actually support our life and food and exercise, healthy habits, I'm saying cool because it's not actually healthy, it's an obsession. Um, those things, they aren't our life. Food and exercise is not your life. You're just a, you're a regular person. You're a teacher, you're a principal, you're a nurse. Um, maybe you have your own business. Maybe you know, you're a lawyer or a doctor, right? Like you, or you're a stay-at-home mom, like all of those things. 
your body and exercise, like that's not how you're making your money. That's not what your career is. That's not even your passion. So it's like you have to do those things to support yourself but not be your life. This is important because when you look at the people who are tracking and they're posting stuff on Instagram or they're posting stuff, you know, whatever, it's like in order to achieve that body, they have to be tracking. They have to manipulate um, they have to manipulate food and they have to manipulate exercise and they have to overcompensate um, in order to maintain that body. For the rest of us, it's just like, how do I just live life normally? So um, let's see. Tracking is taking you up to a certain point, but you're realizing that it's having some limitations and it is no longer supporting your life, but it has become your life. And then you have all this guilt and shame when you're not able to be disciplined enough or you're not able to be compliant. And so I have a few questions that I want you um, to write in your journal, and I will, I'll post this below, but you can pause the video as you're watching and just write these down and actually take the time. I'm going to say this a million times. If you do not take the time to do this mindset work, you are going to, you are going to go over to whatever next diet that comes up. So it might be like tracking macros, it might be keto, it might be whatever, you know, whatever the next thing that comes out in the next six months, the next 12 months, the next 18 months, you are going to be like, oh, well, maybe I'll try that. Maybe that one will work for me. And it's like, no, you just need to learn how to eat for your body. And in order to learn how to eat for your body, you're going to have to do a shit ton of mindset work. So this is what I have my clients do. This is exactly the process that I went through. And this will help you. So the first question is, how does tracking serve you? It has served you in the past. How does it serve you? Or how had it served you, served you before? Okay, that's the first question, right? It got you to a point. Now I want you to write, answer the question, how does tracking not serve you anymore? What are its limitations? Why isn't it serving you? Maybe on weekends you're like, like, Oh my gosh, I got to stick to this many Weight Watchers points. I have to, you know, I have to count. I don't know how many macros are in this thing. I have to like pull up my calculator. I have to do all of this work just so I can go meet up with my friends or just so I can go out with my husband, just so that I can go on vacation. I have to carry around something. I have to like track. I have to like, am I allowed to eat this, right? So how does it not serve you any longer? And I would say too, <laughs> if it's gotten to the point that you are just saying, F it on weekends. I can't do this. I, you know, there's no way for me to stick to that number. It's no longer serving you. It's not you. It's not you that's the problem. It's the system. Okay. The next question. When you were a kid, did you have to track to eat? Or how did you eat? How did you know not to overeat? How did you know when you were full? How did you know when you were hungry? Um, your body was giving you like physical sensations back when you were a kid. How did you know? And maybe you didn't know. Maybe someone got you started on Weight Watchers right away young um, at the first chance they could. That Right? Like, so if that's something that happened, if you've been doing Weight Watchers for 10, 20, 30 years, there's a lot of unlearning that needs to happen. It's not going to happen like that. It's going to take time. The next question, when I am on vacation, how do I eat? Do you have, are you tracking your Weight Watchers points on vacation or your macros? Or is vacation that time that you're just like, ah, I can relax. And I, and relaxing means binging and eating everything in sight, right? So if that's what's happening, is tracking actually serving you? Okay, and then the last question. When I am seven years old, how do I want to be eating? When you are 70 years old, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, right? 
healthy habits to support your life. Do you want to be tracking food when you're 70 years old? If you don't, you need to do something about it now. But actually take the time to write those questions down and get into your head, get like start working on changing your mindset. Start seeing that like actually like this isn't actually working. It worked for a little bit of time. It worked, but now it's like it's not working, so what do I do? So how do you know not to overeat? So a couple of things. Um, in Imperfect DNA, you talk about plants, protein, and processed food. If you are only eating processed food, it's really easy to overeat. And this is what I look at like like 10 years ago. I'm like pizza, you know, tacos, whatever. Um, there's not a lot of chewing involved in processed food. You're just kind of like, like you can consume a ridiculous amount of calories in a short period of time. So the first thing is we're processed food isn't the first thing that we're putting onto our plate. The first things that we're putting onto our plate is plants. So when I say plants, I mean vegetables mostly. Um, but I also fruit. There's nothing wrong with fruit, but um, vegetables are great for us. Um, you're going to get a lot of different vitamins, minerals, you know, nutrients that you're going to get in vegetables. Um, the other thing is that the fiber, um, if you're eating raw vegetables, there's water in it. So you're kind of like chewing, you're eating water as you're eating vegetables. Um, I say fruit too because it's like vegetables aren't always available. When you're traveling, fruit might be the thing that's available. So you're like, okay, cool. I'll get some fruit because it's the best thing that I can do um, for myself. But yeah, so we're always filling up our plate with a serving or two of vegetables. And a serving is like a cup. Like, it's like a lot. It's more than that sprinkled spinach. The next thing we're looking for is protein. Protein is like a deck of cards or a palm size of protein. It's not the ginormous steaks. Um, that we got when we were in Texas, a 72 ounce steak, like that's not, that's like not normal eating, right? Like that's overdoing it. If that's on your plate, no wonder, you know, and you're like, oh, I have to eat all of this. Yeah, you're probably going to overeat. So give yourself those servings and then a little bit of processed food, right? Um, so that might be a sprinkle of whatever. And you can have carbs and you can have healthy fats, but like we're looking for those main things. And then the other stuff is kind of like sprinkled on to make the meal enjoyable. So I talk about being the adult. Be the adult. Make sure you're eating your plants. Make sure you're eating your protein. Be the kid. Sprinkle in some fun. Make it actually enjoyable, right? So that you'll actually do it and it's not this miserable thing. That's another thing. People do this like they're miserable Monday through Friday and then they're binging on Saturday and Sunday. Um, so start with those things. And if you're doing those things, give it some time. Practice these things over and over and over again and kind of plan out like, where do I want to be at the end of 2019 with food? Not with my weight, not with the scale. That will take care of itself based on your habits around meals and movement. But what do you, what does food, what do you want it to look like at the end of 2019, right? Start thinking about this long-term and not just how can I lose weight to fit into this dress for whatever wedding? Because you do that, you're going to mess up your relationship with food. So work on those things. I would love to hear from you. Definitely post below if you have any questions. Um, if this was helpful, I'd love to hear it. And we'll chat soon. Take care, guys. Hey, quick heads up that the Imperfect Eating Facebook group is growing and it's so exciting. Every Friday I do a live training in there uh, based on your questions. So we cover different topics like stress eating, emotional eating. And so you're going to want to be a part of this Facebook group if you are saying things like, oh my gosh, I'm still struggling with stress eating or I just love food too much. I can't do a diet because I love it too much and I just eat constantly 
Or, you know, how do I know when enough is enough? I, I eat and then I go overboard. Or, you know, I can do all or I can do nothing. I can be strict or it's well, well, less. But, like, what does balance actually look like? So if these are things that you're struggling with, definitely check out the show links, live trainings every single Friday at 12 p.m. And then you can submit your questions, something you're struggling with. Can't wait to meet you in there. Take care.